Hi, I'm Joy Dice, the 2021-2022 President of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. everyone. Um, this is Colleen Cody, and I'm excited to come to you today with a conversation with a few of our newer members, kind of talking about membership in the Junior League. So I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. Um, Deidre, we'll start with you. Thanks so much, Colleen. My name is Deidre Johnson, and I have been with the Junior League for, this is my third year. I joined um, in 2019, just prior to the pandemic, and it's been a wild ride to say the least. My placement this year has been a double placement. I am a provisional advisor and I'm also on the FYA, the first year active committee. I've chosen to kind of work the internal, I think, route um, as opposed to the external route because I want to work with um, you know our ladies, our new members, help guide them. I remember my journey coming into the league and just all of the questions that I had under trying to understand the league, how things work. And so I really felt like from my experience that where I could really, um, I think, lean in and provide, you know, some guidance was with the ladies um, that were coming into the league. So I've been um, working to that this year. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed getting to knowing the ladies and I'm just excited, um, you know, about future opportunities with the league. So thanks so much and happy to be here. And Latoya, you are one of our newest members, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself. Yeah, of course. My name is Latoya White and I joined the Junior League last year in 2021. Um, So I'm just getting ready to wrap up my provisional year here. And, um, you know, I became involved with the Junior League uh, really because I spent a lot of, I would say, the last few years really traveling a lot, um, moving to different cities um, over the last several years. And I just really wanted to find a way to really stay connected and plugged into Atlanta, knowing that I was really going to really plant roots here. So in, in doing that, one of the things that I want, I decided was that I really wanted to find a way to get involved with an organization that was very much in line with, you know, the very much in line with, you know, some things that are really important to me um, and really aligned with some of the other organizations that I had been a part of in the past. A lot of the work that I've done prior was really with women and children. So that's what really drew me to the Junior League is knowing that all of our work really focuses on um, women and children. And I also wanted to find ways to obviously connect with other women that were very much like-minded and, um, you know, wanting to build and foster relationships and get to know people from different backgrounds. And, you know, lastly, just really wanting to find a way to get acclimated to Atlanta, really learning the city. Since I decided this is going to be my home, I'm not going to move for a while. I really wanted to find a way to really learn the city um, in a different way and from a different perspective. So those are some of the few reasons of what made me join and a little bit about me. Deidre, what made you join the Junior League of Atlanta? Yeah, sure. So I, I've always done um, volunteer work and been pretty close to the community. I moved to Atlanta in 2008. I'm originally from Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. And I, um, you know, like I said, I started my kind of volunteer service as a candy striper uh, when I was a teenager back in the hospitals. And um, I did that for several years. I worked with Catholic Charities 
tutoring um, Haitian and Sudanese youth, um, refugees. Even in Atlanta, when I moved here, one of my former jobs, I always participated in the March of Dimes walk. I, um, we did Habitat for Humanity. So I've always done volunteer work, um, giving of my time and even financial resources, contributing to a lot of different community organizations. And like I said, I had been here in Atlanta since 2008. I really had not met a lot of people outside of my jobs. That's where I've met most of the individuals and formed great friendships. But when you leave those jobs, you lose the connection to the volunteer opportunities. And so like Latoya, I really wanted an opportunity to kind of get connected with the community, give back as, like I said, that's something that I've always done. And then to expand my social circle and then the development opportunities that JLA offers. Those are, um, you know, some of the things that when I looked into joining the organization that, you know, really appealed to me. Absolutely. Well, as two people who are, we'll say, intimately involved with our provisional and our first year active experience, can you talk a little bit about kind of what that involves and what someone who may be looking at the junior league could expect? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I'll talk from my perspective just really quickly about my provisional year. Like I said, it was a year before COVID. And just because um, of me, I think my personality, it takes me a while to warm up to people and to really connect. And so for my provisional year, this is, you know, I don't want this to sound negative, but this was just my experience. I don't really feel like I, you know, kind of connected with people and really formed those relationships and those connections. And like I said, my you know, year is a busy year. And when I thought about my placement and where I wanted to spend my time, I really, it really appealed to me to work with young ladies who may be thinking about my experience, who were like me and don't know where to go or, you know, have trouble kind of connecting with people. I really wanted to help guide them in that. And so as a provisional advisor this year, one of the things that I did, one was to try to provide lots of opportunities for my ladies to connect with each other, really encouraging them to attend those small group meetings. And then even when we have those meetings, to make sure that they're having those conversations with each other, to make sure that they're asking questions, to make sure that I'm providing the appropriate information to help to help them navigate their league career. So that was really important to me. That was really, um, I think, you know, critical for me to ensure that they had good experiences. They started those connections early, and you know, we have a group chat that we're in as well. And I can say that, you know, from what I've seen of my ladies this year and the experiences, they have already formed those kind of foundational relationships that will help propel them forward in their league year. So when they get to their first year active, their FYA, they will already have those social networks. They will have those relationships and hopefully it would just build from there. Awesome. Well, Latoya, as someone who is kind of wrapping up their provisional year, do you mind talking a little bit about kind of what this year's been like and you know what your expectations were coming in? Yeah, for me, I mean, this year's been really great, to be honest. And what I'm really thankful for is how organized the Junior League is. I'll say, you know, when I came in, it was a lot of information. There are a lot of requirements. It will feel overwhelming in the beginning. But I think what's important is really to look ahead, plan ahead as much as you can, because the Junior League does provide all of the resources to you. Everything is mapped out well in advance so that you can really plan your calendar, plan where you're going to spend your time, what things that you want to attend and get involved in. Um, You know, I also think that 
the junior league has been incredibly flexible. Um, and I've noticed that in many cases that, you know, even though, let's say from a requirement standpoint, it may seem that you can't fulfill a requirement or you weren't able to attend a particular session, the junior league really does everything that they can to make sure that you are successful. I found that to be incredible. And I've been incredibly um, just impressed with the communication, with that flexibility, with how accommodating the organization has been and how dedicated they are to just making sure that I see my first year through and that I feel really good about it. Small groups are amazing. I think I really lucked out because I have a really phenomenal small group leader who got us together very early. We meet quite often. The communication is consistent across um, the board. And, you know, she's given us a lot of opportunities to be social with each other and get to know each other. You know, one of the things that I would have loved to see more of from my perspective in the first year was how to really expand that connection and network with other ladies who are in their provisional year. While there are or were a lot of opportunities for us to get together, typically those get togethers were centered around, you know, like a, a larger meeting. And, you know, people tend to come in, they sit through the meeting and then they leave. So I would have loved for there to maybe be some opportunities where we could socialize, maybe as a larger group. I would say, but that that doesn't take away at all from the total experience that I've had. I think, like I said, the Junior League has just set me up to be incredibly successful in this year and to feel really good about going into my first year active year. And I couldn't ask for anything more, to be honest. I I've been incredibly impressed. Deidre, this might be better directed at you. Kind of what advice would you give someone who's coming out of their provisional year and heading into their first year active. Continue to learn. <laughs> the league is is huge. Um, I think about, you know, 3,000 plus women here in the city. There is so much to learn, even though I'm in my third year, I'm still learning things about the league, you know, every time we have a meeting about something. But continue to learn. Take advantage of the trainings. JLA provides the most awesome trainings I think that I have ever attended, even more so than probably in my professional career. The um, the you know learning opportunities are valuable. They're varied. You meet so many interesting people, and the facilitators of those sessions, you know, who are usually ladies in the league, have such fascinating stories to tell. Some of them have been around the league for years. And they can really bring you along, you know, from a history perspective, you know, with the stories that they tell. So definitely continue to learn, take advantage of those training opportunities, get to know people, reach out. And, you know, I talked about for me, you know, being an introvert, sometimes that's a little bit difficult. And so I've had to really work at that. But, you know, don't be afraid to reach out, you know, don't be afraid to maybe connect with ladies in your area from your district and say, hey, you know, do you want to get together for, you know, lunch or brunch on the weekends? So definitely continue to make those social connections. And then as you grow in the league, take on leadership opportunities. Um, you know, that's what keeps the league going. And like I said, we have such wonderful ladies with such, you know, great stories, great backgrounds, great 
interest. They bring so many different you know, things to the league. And um, in order to keep the league going, we need to continue to grow leaders. So definitely think about, you know, leadership opportunities within the league. I know that, you know, external placements are important because, you know, our community partners, but for those of us who I think, you know, have, you know, a real desire to work, you know, from an internal perspective, definitely consider taking on leadership opportunities with the league. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's important for all of us to really think through how can we best tap into our talents and give back to our community with those inherent talents in mind. So LaToya, thinking back on like your provisional year, maybe we can talk about what was some of your favorite memories from this year? And the elephant in the room is COVID. So trying to go through your provisional year, getting acclimated to an organization with, as Deidre mentioned, you know, with 3000 members, having to do it a lot, primarily virtually. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, I, I feel like I've kind of lucked out with some of that because, you know, while some of our meetings have been virtual, a good amount of them have been in person as well. You know, what I do love about that, though, it was all based on comfort level, right? So and I, and it continues to be that way today, is, you know, if you really want to attend in person, you can. And of course, you know, we followed everything we needed to do from a safety perspective. But then if you want to go virtual, you can. So that's what I mean by the flexibility. It's really about what you feel comfortable doing. I chose in cases where we could be in person to do in person just to have like that human connection um, and to, you know, really get to know people face to face. So for me, you know, I found it to be actually okay and comfortable going through the first year um, despite COVID. And I think you had asked me too about what has been some good memories yeah. for me. One of one of my good memories was definitely participating in the Little Black Dress Initiative. Um, that was a challenge for me and in many different ways. One, because I had just had gone through my orientation a couple weeks prior. So I already had crazy information overload. I had a lot of things going on personally within, you know, those few weeks. And then I had this, you know, awesome opportunity to be a part of Little Black Dress Initiative that I felt like, okay, I can't pass this up because it's not going to come around for another year. I have to do this. This is so up my alley. But oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just joined the league. I have to raise over a thousand dollars. I don't know anyone in Atlanta. How in the world am I going to do this? Um, and honestly, I kind of was afraid to do it at first, but I said, you know what, if I'm afraid to do it, I need to do it. <laughs> so I just went ahead and jumped in and it was amazing. It was definitely challenging going through that experience, but I would say it was incredibly rewarding. I'm so glad that I did it. I will definitely be a part of it again um, in the future. And, you know, I, like I said, I think it was just amazingly challenging for me as an individual, but also to be able to just give back in the process. And of course, being able to meet that goal of raising over $1,000 um, was a big win as well. The other memory that I have is actually just 
last weekend doing um, JLA Serves Weekend, where I was working with homeless couples at the Zambian Couples Center to help them create vision boards. Um, when I came across this opportunity, I was like, yes. Another one of those things where it was like, this is so up my alley. I have to do this. This is amazing. Um, and definitely just being with the couples, walking them through, you know, what do they see for their future? What do they want? And just leaving there, I just felt just incredible. It, it, just the fact that JLA just gives you those opportunities to interact with the community, to give back in just even unique ways is just incredibly rewarding. Yeah, that's, it's amazing. And I, I really encourage anyone to kind of as Joy always says, you get out of the league what you put into the league. So kind of stepping into all of the opportunities that are available. You know, as we start to kind of wrap up our conversation, you know, what would you say to someone who's listening who, if they're in Atlanta or not in Atlanta or somewhere else in the world, who's thinking about, okay, well, maybe I'm interested in joining either my local junior league or the junior league of Atlanta. What would you say to them? I would say do it. I would say jump in. You know, Latoya said something I think a few minutes ago that if it, you know, if it makes you uncomfortable, then do it. The only way that we get, you know, we grow is to get involved. And like I said, having for me kind of a history or a background of community work, volunteerism, it's so rewarding. It um, gives you a great sense of pride, a great sense of community. Um, just a great way to, you know, give back and just to be great human beings. So I would say to anyone who, you know, is thinking about joining, come out to the information sessions, um, you know, listen, ask questions about the league, make sure that they understand what's all involved, because it's definitely a commitment, um, but it's a rewarding commitment. But I would just say, get involved, you know, come out, listen, talk to people, hear the stories. It's a wonderful organization and, um, you know, we have a great story to tell and we need to keep telling that story. And the only way that we can do that is by, you know, these wonderful ladies joining up. Latoya, what about you? What advice would you give to someone who's considering either joining in the JLA or the junior league in their area? Oh, I would say the same thing. Like definitely if you're considering it, just jump in and do it. There's so much to learn. Um, it's super rewarding, the work that you do. I would say that, you know, even though it may seem like it could be overwhelming, it definitely is not. And, you know, as Deidre said, it really is about what you put into it. So, you know, as much as you want to put in, as much as you'll get out of it. And like I said, the Junior League has been so accommodating. If there's something that you can't do, you can't attend, they'll understand. Everyone is so flexible. So I, if it's about the time commitment piece, um, I wouldn't be so worried about that. Like you can really integrate it into your day-to-day, -day, into your life. I mean, there are, there are moms with multiple children that are career women that are a part of the junior league that are balancing way more than I'm even balancing at this time. So I know that if they can do it, that I can do it. And I know that, that you would be able to do it. So just join and sign up, get involved. And obviously we'd be happy to have you. Well, that sounds like an amazing spot to leave off, but I have one more question. 
As we wrap up our 2021-2022 league year, what are you most looking forward to heading into the 2022-2023 league year? Um, Latoya, we can start with you since it'll be your first year active. Yeah, I would say, so I'm just getting ready to um, to do the placement there, which is going to be next month. So I've gone in keeping a completely open mind. There are so many placement opportunities, um, and I didn't want to um, narrow my thinking going in. So going in completely open mind, I don't know yet where I'll be placed. Um, you know, hopefully come right after the placement there, I'll have more clarity around that. Um, so I'm definitely going in open mind, wanting to learn, um, you know, and just really looking forward to to working one on one directly with an organization. And I'm just excited to see where where will I be spending my time over the next year and and really being excited about what the first year active program is really all about. Amazing. Well, Deidre, what about you? What are you excited about for, for the next year? Absolutely. So um, I have already um, received a call. I am going to be serving, I hope I get this title right because it's a tongue twister, um, serving as the Provisional Development Director Elect. So excited and nervous, um, you know, stepping into kind of a leadership opportunity with the JLA. It's a two-year commitment, um, which, you know, during my conversation with a couple of people, I said, you know, I'm the type of person that if I say I'm going to do something, you know, I want to commit to it. I want to be able to follow through and, you know, really give it my all. And so, you know, as I look forward to the next year or rather forward to the next two years, you know, that's going to be top of mind for me. It's just making sure that I can give my all and give my best. Um, So, you know, this next year will be exciting because it really will be all about learning, you know, what it takes to, you know, kind of run the provisional program It will still be about learning about the organization and those different relationships. But, you know, I'll have an even larger role than I do now as a provisional advisor that, you know, I'll have, you know, kind of shared oversight or responsibility for the entire provisional group, but just really ensuring that they have a good year, that they, you know, think about about my experience again, that, you know, all of their questions are answered, that this, you know, it's kind of seamless for them, um, that they don't feel overwhelmed or challenged by any of the requirements and that, you know, they come out of their provisional year um, still excited about the league and excited about continuing that journey. So that's a big responsibility, um, you know, I feel like I've got over the next year and then the following year and I step into that director role. So I am, um, you know, just crossing my fingers and praying that, you know, it's a, it's a great experience, which I know that it will be. Well, thank you both. I really appreciate you having this time and having this conversation with me. It's been fascinating to hear more about kind of the first year active and the provisional experience since it has been, I will say it has been a little while since I did it myself. Um, (laughs) But I'm so excited to have you guys as members of the league and for us to continue this journey in 2022, 2023. Um, I'm excited as well, Colleen, and especially, um, you know, hopefully as we get past COVID and um, can really move forward. But thank you so much for this opportunity to share my experiences um, about the league for you all to learn a little bit about me. And it was really nice meeting, meeting both of you. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, 
thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.org.